Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by, man. There's a lot going on. Cray News with Kay at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff, including our buddy Jack Pozobic being questioned by police over in um, Switzerland, where Davos is happening. Very interesting. The World, the World Economic Forum, I guess, has their own um, their own police. They showed up and started questioning them, and they patted them all down and everything. Very interesting. Of course, Jack is over there to cover it and see what the hell Davos is all about. And it's basically a bunch of idiots who get together, and um, and they're all very rich. And they think that they're the bosses of you and me. And Jack is over there to ask some questions and find out what's really going on. He got hassled by the police there, which is very interesting. So uh, we'll have that for you. And again, got the Cray News with Kay, some, some other stories as well. But there's a story from the from State Farm. This is the insurance company, right, Carrie? That is correct. And, and I, I have no idea why State Farm would be doing this, but it's going to make your face hurt. And uh, my job, I think part of my job, would you agree part of my job is to make their face hurt? Oh, yeah. You make my face hurt just about every day. So, yeah, you're doing good. Good job. Yeah, just take it to the next level, just be good rude then? Good job. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. On a Monday. Really? Not even gonna see because you were mean to me on a oh, Monday. That's why. No. I had to get that's one why. dig in at least. It was Monday. Why? I've been very nice to you all day. Well, was that outfit your first choice or no? Okay. What? Dude. What? No, you cannot go there. I, I just asked a question. You, you cannot go there. No. That's chocolate that's voice. Polo's in the house. Sam getting it done. So it was then or not? <laughs> this was my first choice. Okay. Yeah. And I chose correctly. Eh. Thank you. Oh, At least stop. somebody thinks that. At least one person thinks that on staff. <laughs> <laughs> so you started this. Do you want to open that can of worms? Do you want to go there? <laughs> no, fine. Fine. I'll be nice. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Remember, you can always stop by and check it. Now, we talked about this last hour. Uh, Cash is part of the Truth Social um, organization. Uh, go to truthsocial.com. And again, if you're already on Truth Social, you're on the waiting list or something, you don't have to wait anymore. It should be okay now for your iOS device, which is an iPad or an iPhone. And by the way, they're not sponsoring the show or anything. I just want more people to get there and understand that there is engagement. Like my interview with Rudy Giuliani last week had so much en- engagement over on Truth Social, way more than on uh, Twitter. And Twitter, I've got 120,000 people. On Truth, I've got like 34,000, 35,000, something like that. 
So people are seeing it. It is getting virality. It is getting some uh, some traction, some momentum. So go there and check it out. You can go to truthsocial.com on any web browser. And again, if you're on an Android phone, I hear you. Because, Carrie, right now somebody's going to be writing me an email. You know, what about my Android phone? Mm-hmm. I got, I got you. Yeah. If it's not in the Google Play Store yet, which I don't think it is, but I'm not on an Android, I don't know. If it's not in the Google Play Store yet, you can go on a website, on the website truthsocial.com, on your Chrome browser, on your phone and go sign up and you'll get right in um, and, and and go and check it out because a lot of people are engaging there. The former president, Donald Trump, is over there tweeting all the time or truthing all the time is what they call it. And uh, make sure you follow me at Joe Pags at J-O-E-P-A-G-S. All the other social media, I'm verified everywhere except for TikTok. I'm either at Joe Pags or I'm at Joe Talk Show. So go and check that out as well. We appreciate you stopping by. Now, you for some reason have this ability. It's almost like you have some sort of a detector of these stories mm-hmm. to find stories that that actually goes against what people have been saying. Like teachers have been saying, we're not teaching LGBTQ, we're not teaching sexual orientation, we're not teaching sex, you know, uh, gender ID, and they are. They're teaching all that stuff, and it keeps on coming out. They go on TikTok and actually show themselves teaching it. Carrie, there was a TikTok that I saw yesterday. This is going to blow your mind. Okay. Teacher looks like a tall guy in his thirties or forties, standing there in a suit. Right. Mm-hmm. The TikTok is all about how his students don't know that he's wearing women's lingerie underneath. Oh, dear. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Mm. There's a couple of things here. Number one, women's lingerie is not comfortable. Not that, I, I mean, I wouldn't now, know. how would you know not that? that. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know. How I would not, I just, it doesn't look comfortable. Let me say it that way. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. We all believe Or, that. I'm wearing a teddy and drawing outfit today. No, no, come on, wait ew. a second. Mm-mm. Put that on TikTok, it'll go crazy, right? So, <laughs> yes, it would. So let's say that this is his fetish, whatever the hell he wants. He wants to wear lingerie, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to know? Well, you don't. You shouldn't. Because, Carrie, you can't know. see it. The guy's yeah. wearing pants, he's wearing a shirt, he's wearing For a jacket. But, and again, he's going, this is a teacher. Now, why shouldn't this guy be fired? Mm-hmm. For That's First of all, he's, he's going out there on, on TikTok and saying it. Nobody would have known. I know. He wanted the attention, obviously. Exactly, I mean, mm-hmm. exactly. But we're finding out more and more. Like, why do we have to have um, drag queens do story time for four- and five-year-olds? Why is that? Why do people keep on insisting on talking about sexual orientation and gender ID with little kids? Why is that? Bill Maher did a thing the other day, and I watched this video. It was very, very smart. And he talked about how, by generation, and I believe that I brought these numbers up on this show about a week ago. By generation, there are exponentially more people in the LGBTQXYZ123 um, organizations and in that view than we've ever had in any generation before. Why is that? It must be because the society, the culture, the atmosphere around them is, is pushing on them that, hey, you don't want to be a boy, don't be a boy. You don't want to be a girl, don't be a girl. Instead of just letting it happen organically. And if it happens organically, we deal with it then. But we're actually pushing the idea that not only does this happen, but it's so completely normal. And of course, it's not. It is abnormal simply by the numbers. So having said that, um, I've got, I've got uh, nationwide insurance. I don't have the Allstate. But you're telling me Allstate did no, something. No, you keep saying Allstate. It's not Allstate. Who is it? State Farm. It? I told you. Oh, State Farm. Why do I say Allstate? Okay. <laughs> Allstate, I guess you guys are clear too. And we've got the nationwide. But this is State Farm. Um, which just by name sounds, you know, very wholesome. State Farm, you know, it just sounds like a, almost like you're going out to buy you know, to, to get some churned butter. 
from the insurance company. You know what I mean? Like uh, but neighbor. they, for some reason, are in this fray, too, now. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, this is from Fox News. State Farm is being accused of recruiting agents to push books about gender fluidity on young children. And a new ad campaign by Consumers Research slams the insurance giant as a creepy neighbor to spotlight claims by an internal whistleblower. Consumers Research is launching a campaign against State Farm Insurance because recently a whistleblower brought to our attention evidence email chain traffic showing that they've been intentionally trying to target kindergartners for discussions around transgender issues, sexual identity issues without notifying their parents or without their consent, and specifically targeting them in the public schools. Consumers Research Executive Director Will Hild of Fox News Digital. The internal email that a whistleblower provided to Consumers Research, a nonprofit that aims to increase the knowledge and understanding of issues, policies, products, and services of concern to consumers and to promote the freedom to act on that knowledge and understanding was sent by State Farm Corporate Responsibility Analyst Jose Soto. It urges Florida agents to take action and provide LGBTQ plus books to children. State Farm is partnering with the Gender Cool Project to help diversify classrooms, community center, and library bookshelves with a collection of books to help bring clarity and understanding to the national conversation about being transgender, inclusive, and non-binary. The project's goal is to increase representation of LGBTQ plus books and support our communities in having challenging, important, and empowering conversations with children ages 5 plus, Soto wrote. Agents are key to the success of this program. Nationwide, approximately 550 State Farm agents and employees will have the opportunity to donate this three-book bundle to their local teacher, community center, or library of their choice. Okay, a couple of things jump out here. Number one, how do you say the I word, the company, the the kind of business they're in? Insurance. I got to tell you something. Carrie, this is the first time in my life I've been around a long time that I've ever heard anybody say it like that. You so well balanced between insurance and insurance. I've never heard anybody do it like you just did it. It was actually excellent. You, oh. uh, I can't tell. Are you saying insurance or are you saying insurance? You're sort of saying in between. <laughs> say it again. Insurance? I, I have no idea what you're doing. But it's it, because people, generally speaking, will say, hey, have you got insurance? Or they'll say, do you have insurance? So, you know, whether you uh, emphasize the first or the second syllable, it's different by region. It's different by family. You literally sound like you're emphasizing both of them. How, do you, how are you doing that? Um, I don't know, actually. Insurance. I, 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 what the hell did she say? That's, <laughs> she nailed it. <laughs> what I was doing. Pretty good. But okay. I mean, it's actually a compliment. Oh, I have no idea how you're you. doing it. Okay. Well, me. It's a linguistic but... gymnastics or something. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. So um, uh, can you tell me why an insurance company thinks that it's important for them to get into the educational fray and and more specifically the very narrow um area of education that would be about human sexuality why on earth would any insurance company that just wants my money to cover my cars and my house and stuff why are they getting involved in this is there any reasoning given uh, well, apparently you know soto went on to say um this is a fantastic way to give back and an easy project that will help us support the lgbtq plus community and make the world around us better it's an insurance company. Why, why are they helping to support the LGBTQ plus XYZ community? What, what does that have to do with insurance? I'm right. guessing they want to insure people who are straight, people who Everybody. are gay, Everybody. people who are trans, people who are whatever the I is, people who are the SS plus plus times two, whatever the hell they are. I'm, I'm guessing that they'll take the insurance money from all of them, right? Uh, yes, they will. Yeah, why would smart. you be giving out bundles of books about about a certain sexuality or gender issue. 
What, what, what are they, stupid? Stupid! Are they, are they just stupid? Carrie, uh, 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 look at this story. See if they, he says, oh, and by the way, we're really stupid. Just, did they say it in there at all? <laughs> I'm going to say they might. no. I'm looking, but I don't see the word stupid. This is one of the things that jumps out at me when it comes to this whole discussion about sexuality. Human sexuality, human gender, who's fluid, who's binary, who's, who's, who wants something cut off, who wants something added on. I mean, the, the confusing thing to me is if you, like, make ice cream, it shouldn't matter to you. If you, if you sell insurance, it shouldn't matter to you. It shouldn't. If you're an educator, it shouldn't matter to you, other than when the students get older, you can explain that these things occur in life, but you don't push it on them like, hey, you might be a girl. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. There are people from all sorts of... It's, it's like Nike getting involved in this fake social justice move by Colin Kaepernick, who had lost a couple of steps and he couldn't get a starting job. I mean, suddenly they're all for... Black Lives Matter and defund the police and social justice and criminal justice reform and all this stuff. And I just wanted to buy their shoes and shirts. I, I miss wearing Nike shoes and shirts. I, I used to love them. Not going to give them my money anymore. It's like Gillette doing some stupid commercial trying to sell razors, telling people, don't be rapey. What are you talking about? You just wanted me to shave my face with your product, right? Or, or you know, a car company doing something like that. Stop it. And, and, and it just I know there's some stupid score that people are keeping a, a, um, a track of. And Elon Musk actually referred to this the other day on Twitter. He's like, this score is stupid, and it's not something that should be taken seriously. But these companies are really jumping through hoops for some globalist score about how they're doing with so-called marginalized or intersectional communities. Stop. Just sell me your, your freaking insurance. I think that families who don't want their kids indoctrinated and groomed, if you will, should probably stop looking at this insurance company. But what do I know? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to the website, JoePags.com, scroll down, send me an email. Do you want your insurance company providing books to your local public school that will teach your kids more about LGBTQ++ SS times two nose ring? Is that what we want to do here? Is nose ring one of them? Mm, no, I don't believe so. I just, you never know. Could, Could be NR. Something. Just add that at the Soon, end. I guess, but not right You now. ever consider a nose ring? No, not for me. Not yeah. for me. Uh, I mean, I, now, Kay, who's coming up the bottom, has the nose room. Then. She says it's a cultural thing in Wales. Whatever. Oh, okay. All right. To, to, to each is her own. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. I do have an earring. Did you know they used to wear an earring? No, you didn't. Did you totally. really? Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, why is that funny to you? Okay. I don't know. It just is. You do not. I was that guy for a minute. I, I had a hoop. I had a hoop and a big no. like, cross that hung from it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. I want to see a, a face picture. Like like, that's who I picture. was. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have a picture of me wearing the earring, to be honest with you. It's like when I was late teens, early 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a phase. I went through a phase. So you didn't go so to a diamond know. stud. You had to have the big hoop with the. I can be honest. I don't think I ever up. wore a diamond stud. If I did, I can't remember that I did. But mm-hmm. I was a saxophone player. I had facial hair. I had a lot of hair on my head. I had the whole thing going. And uh, and I had, uh, I think I wore an Italian horn earring for a while, to mm-hmm. be honest. But I don't think I ever just had the stud. Because I'm like, why get the hole? You're just going to have a little tiny dot in there. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Let's show no, it off. I would not Blam. have figured you for, <laughs> for a piercing. If I could have, right. I would have hung my whole saxophone off there. Hey, look at me. Look at this. <laughs> look at me. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I want to know, do you want these companies that have nothing at all to do with gender or biology or human sexuality to be pushing that on not only on you, on your kids, and doing it surreptitiously? You would not have even known 
that it would be happening. Do you have State Farm, and are you sickened by this? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hi, great to have you. Is this the ISU Brothers? Is that who did this originally? Very cool. A little Motown Monday for you on the Joe Pag Show. Thanks for stopping by. Got to remind you, the clock is ticking for Congress to ever get, come to some sort of a budget deal. But keep in mind, they can push the money down. down the road. They can print more money. They can raise the debt ceiling. You can't do that with your personal finances. If you're buried in bills and you're trying to keep up with all those credit cards and signature loans, internet loans, car loans, whatever, timeshares, Get off that treadmill, get some total financial freedom. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial Freedom has been doing a great job for people just like you for more than 15 years now. Helping people like you resolve their debts, cut payments in half. If you don't believe me, give them a call, 800-833-9444, 800-833-9444. Call now, ask about the free book, The Debt Dietitian. Mention my name, Joe Pags, and get that free book. Again, The Debt Dietitian. When you call, learn how easy it is to cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded individuals. You're going to like them a lot. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints. Call Total Financial right now. 800-833-9444. That's 1-800-833-9444. You'll be glad you did. We go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. I've gotten some emails from people saying, I'm going to stop using them. Um, and by the way, I just got an email from somebody as well who's listening from outside the country. And I always appreciate that. We're doing our best to make sure it's available for everybody. They say you can't sign up for Truth Social if you're outside of the U.S., but you could use a VPN and VPN into the U.S. and sign up that way. So if you're listening outside the U.S., that's how you can get your Truth Social as well. Jay is in Delray Beach, Florida. What's happening, Jay? Hi. Hey, Joe. How are you today? I'm living the dream, man. Talk to me. I can't imagine State Farm selling one more auto policy or one more policy because somebody says, oh, geez, uh, they're, uh, uh, they're teaching kids about sex, uh, kindergarten kids, and I'm not going to buy State Farm anymore. Well, it's almost as if State Farm, Jay, is saying we want to cater to the gay community and nobody else. I mean, why would you ever delineate by sexual orientation or gender ID, and why would you push that on kids to try to sell insurance? It doesn't make sense. Exactly. It's the why I don't watch sports. I followed your lead on that. Don't watch sports. Won't be buying State Farm. Won't be shopping at Starbucks anymore. I like my own coffee better, but now they're uh, paying for out-of-state abortions for their people. I'm with you. No, Jay, I hear you. I mean, that's right. Starbucks is doing that. Amazon's doing that. A lot of companies now are saying we're going to pay a bunch of money if you want to go out of state and go get an abortion. They're pushing abortion and supporting it financially, and now you've got some companies supporting unorthodox, abnormal ways of life on kids that aren't even old enough to learn about it. You, know, you want to wait till the kid goes through puberty and then say, okay, 
There are people who exist that have uh, that have gender dysphoria. This is what they're dealing with. There are people that exist that that are their orientation is they're interested in people of their own gender. Here's how that works. But generally speaking, the vast majority of us, um, this is the way it works. And then you teach somebody what happens in society. I'm for, I'm for teaching what's out there, but it's this isn't teaching. You know, books to kindergartners about sexual orientation. There's something very wrong with that. I mean, just 20 years ago, people would have said, what are you, a pedophile? you got to be locked up. What are you talking to kids about sex? That's weird. Uh, going to be Colleen in Las Vegas. Colleen, about 45 seconds, all yours. Oh, hi, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, I, I currently have State Farm Insurance. I will be finding something else and canceling it and telling them exactly why. Um, I have granddaughters that are still in school, one's in high school, and I have a three-year-old granddaughter that will be going to kindergarten in two years. And I know my daughter doesn't want her exposed to all that. Um, so I'm just so angry, and right. I will be canceling my state farm policy. Colleen, I hear you, and I can appreciate that. I think a lot of people, as they learn about this, will be doing the same. I'm glad there's a whistleblower. I think these companies have to realize that if you want my money, don't don't talk to me, don't preach to me, don't get social justice on me. Just tell me what it is that you offer, and I'll decide if I'm going to buy your product. When you get into phrase that don't have anything to do with your business, you're pushing me away. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. If you can't get through in the, on a phone line, just send me an email, JoePags.com. Scroll down and click on contact. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is a Monday, so you know that it's uh, time for Cray News with Kay on a Monday, a family member of ours, right for the Daily Caller. She's on Newsmax TV all the time. Kay, how are you? Good, good to see you, as always. Oh, it's good to see you too, Joe. I feel like I haven't seen you in ages. I know it's only been a week, it but every week it just feels like it's longer and longer and longer between the last. Well, plus one of us had a vacation this week. Was that was that nice? Did you enjoy? Um, I had a good vacation. I discovered what chiggers were for the first time ever and got eaten alive by them. I've never had a chigger bite. I mean, do do we even know? What what is a chigger? Do we know? Okay, so my dad said, and this might be wrong, um, I'm not a biologist. I do know what a woman (laughs) is, though. Um, But basically, I think it's the larvae of some kind of spider. Ooh. So, and they're like microscopic. And so I had no idea that these things even existed. No one told me. And I just like, you know, was out lying down by the river, you know, chilling out. And I got eaten alive, Joe. And I'm in a lot of pain. And I look like I've been shot all up the backs of my legs. Ew. So that's fun. I'm so sorry that happened. Again, I don't think I've ever dealt with chiggers. But I've had the flea bites and mosquito bites and stuff like that. But chigger, that's a new thing to me. But, uh, but God bless you. I hope that you heal soon. Now, now, your dad is from Wales. What the hell does he know about chiggers in North Carolina? Oh, as soon as we got bitten, he's just there like, oh, I'll Google it. Um, And, you know, he's just like, my dad 
even though he's from the UK, he's the kind of guy where if we go to a new country, he will learn enough of the language to like communicate. So he learned okay. American before he came out here the first time, obviously. Um, but no, he's just like annoyingly well read and he retains that information so easily and can just like bring it up whenever and he loves problem solving um he's a bit of a nerd really i guess that's sort of where i get it from but yeah he basically spent was sitting there like having a nice little vacation in north carolina and he's spending the whole time reading up like bug bites it's like all right then at least he's happy no worries Kay. i figured out the north carolina chigger I think I think it's awful. I think it's awesome. All right, let's get into some stories now. We've got a mutual friend named Jack Pozovic, and yes. and Jack is over in Switzerland for the WEF, the World Economic Forum, which uh, most of us think is just a bunch of bunk because it's really globalists trying to take over the entire world. Um, yeah. So he's over there to to study it, and he's he's eating at a cafe, and suddenly something goes down. Fill me in. So uh, I don't know exactly what led to the police surrounding him, but essentially uh, Swiss police, you know, they had sort of like the World uh, Economic Forum badges on their arm. And there was, I counted at least six, maybe even seven. To me, I thought they were Swiss police. They weren't. They were actually WEF police. Well, I mean, they have them. I think I, I don't I don't know one hundred percent. I don't want to speak out of turn. No, I think you're right. I, I think police. I think I think I missaw it. I think you're right. I think they were from the WEF. Why why else would they ever show up? Well, I think uh, you know Jack is firstly he's a brilliant man. Yes. I, I really care about Jack a lot. Love him dearly. I love his family. Um, I actually celebrated my birthday with them nice. last year, and so like my, I do have biases. I'm a big Pasovic fan. Um, but, but, uh, but, but he is provocative. He's a provocative guy. Yeah. You know, he's going to be the first guy to get in someone's face. But this is the crazy thing, right, Joe, is I also have a couple of friends back in the UK who go to Davos every year, and they are BAFTA award-winning satirists, pre- predominantly in the sort of, like, political field. Right. And they just wind everyone up. You know, they're... they're, they're the kind of people who will walk up to Boris Johnson and say... You know, Boris, when you're done here at the World Economic Forum, have you ever considered a career outside of entertainment, maybe in politics? You know, and they don't get surrounded by cops. I think Jack actually presents a very significant threat because he understands the world from a perspective that I think a lot of people won't actually accept. And so for the people who are there... If Jack sees something that he thinks the people should know about, he's going to be the first person to talk about it. And, like, he's not a stupid guy. He's not going to spend all the money to go there unless there's something to chase. Gotcha. I personally, my money would be on this was a... I don't think it was the Swiss police. Let's just put it that way. I don't think it was the Swiss police who decided to surround him, who told people to stop filming. Legality of that um i think there's something like when when jack is back on american soil i think we're gonna hear a lot of a lot more from this story well, i think well, he it, was onto something does it appear as though this was a shot over the bow you better not do it Pazovic. because i mean jack is going to go there and he's going to cover the story and he's going to yeah. be truthful about it he's going to be very direct about it he's going to be very journalistic about it and they don't i think they don't want the real truth of what davos is every year to come out 
I agree. And I mean, the whole thing is a joke. I'm actually working on um, a bit of an op-ed about it at the moment. Like, it's an absolute joke. Like, all these summits are. It's just, oh, yes, let's have a summit and pretend like we understand and care about these macro-global problems, like right. the fact that there's no food. When really, it's just a bunch of rich people getting together to talk about how rich and powerful they are, to, like, slap each other on the back and, like, prevaricate about stuff that they don't even actually really understand. That right. one of their aides wrote them, you know, a talking point like check like cheat sheet on these are not the sharpest tools in the shed and yet like half the liberals i know in the world are like oh it's so great that these people get together every year you know these like climate change summits at the world economic forum summit but like what do they actually achieve joe did you know that the first uh kyoto protocol like climate accord thing that happened in the 90s do you know what happened after that when no. they vowed to stop climate change what Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There you go. And they do the same thing every year. They fly in on their private jets. They complain about how all of us peasants live and then do nothing to change the status quo. But they feel it better is, about themselves. I could go off. I could they, go off. They feel, they feel better about themselves. Look, we got together. We did that climate thing at Davos. Yeah. It's, case, it's, it's a joke. It is. It's Case Smythe. Go to dailycaller.com. Check out all, every, every article she writes is great. Also go to Newsmax <laughs> TV. Every, every time she appears, she's great. She rolls her eyes a lot on TV, which is great. Uh, and also she's here on my program. Go to casemythe.com. We appreciate you doing that. All right, let's get into, you just mentioned this briefly, food shortage. How are we here? I know what happened with the supply chain in America, and I will stand by, I'll go to court and I'll testify to this, that the idiot uh, um, Gavin Newsom out in California has such restrictive laws on the trucks that can come and pick up the stuff that there were barges and barges of, of really huge containers full of stuff off the coast of L.A. They couldn't bring it in because nobody could take it anywhere. The supply chain broke down, plus we were paying people to stay home, didn't have enough people to drive the stuff around. But now it turns out there's a world food shortage. Okay, what the hell's going on? So here's something that's not being talked about, and I'm glad that you brought up Gavin Newsom. Um, I didn't actually cover this in my article, but we'll get into that in a sec. Yeah. Gavin Newsom also made it mandatory for everyone to be paid a minimum of $15 an hour in California, and so most farms obviously can't afford to hire people right. at those at those rates um, without those costs then being passed on to the consumer. Um, so that was another stupid thing that Gavin Newsom did. Maybe we should do a whole segment every week on something else stupid that that. Well, it would be it would be it would be two hundred segments. It would be segment after segment. Yeah. We could do a segment every day. But go ahead. Well, why are we facing this food shortage mm -hmm. now? So the big spin that we're all hearing at the moment about why we're facing these global food shortages is being predominantly focused on Putin. Everyone's saying, oh, you know, he's going to starve the world because Ukraine cultivates anywhere from sort of like 20 to 40 percent of uh, the world's wheat. But here are some other things. About two months ago, I came across an article uh, just like a very small piece. I think it was on AP or Reuters, something like that. Um, which discussed how in India, which is another huge exporter of wheat, um, India was potentially going to have to stop all wheat exports because half of their crops were destroyed by uh, weather fluctuations, unexpected weather fluctuations. I actually talked to a couple of my friends about it, and I was like, wheat futures are going to be up. Um, right. <clears throat> so it was that. Um, then we also look at places like Indonesia, who are basically stopping the exports of palm oil. I don't know if you know what palm oil is, but you eat it in basically every single meal that you consume. Yeah, I don't know what you that is. You use it in basically every single product that right. is in your home. I guarantee if you got all of the products in your home together, 90% of them would have palm oil in them. Wow. 
Um, it's yeah. So we have all these sort of like huge, what I would call well, like okay. is it, products. Is it exclusive to Indonesia? Yeah, because um, it comes from a particular kind of plant that, wow. I mean, a lot of people complain about palm oil because the way that we get it is we have to destroy the natural habitats of orangutans. Um, that's okay. why most people know what palm oil is. Um, but basically, we've got all these sort of like staple food products that go into um, our everyday lives that we are now dependent upon. But here's what I think is going to happen next, Joe. And this is, you know, sort of a, you heard it, heard it here first. Yes. China is probably going to invade Taiwan. I think that's probably going to happen at least by the end of this year. Um, I think it, I would I will genuinely be surprised if they don't. What a lot of people don't seem to realize is that, yes, OK, we still manufacture a lot of food products here in the United States. And yes, actually, we do get a lot of our food products from the two continents that, you know, are drivable, shall yes. we say. Right. Um, you know, everyone's going to talk about like gas prices going up, why we're not going to be able to get food because of gas prices. The minute that China enters any kind of major war, we are going to lose access to about 90% of the stuff that we use to actually transport food products. So I'm talking about like the plastic wrapping, I'm talking about the shipping containers themselves. All of, again, these very practical elements that we just sort of take for granted in this day and age. Like, I don't know about you, but I still remember getting all my fruit and veg in a burlap sack. Um, I do not remember that, no. Okay. You're way older than I am, uh, clearly. I'm way older, <laughs> um, you know. But uh, I think that what we're going to see, and I hate to bring him up, but Noam Chomsky actually brought this up a couple of, it's probably about a month and a half ago. Right. I think what we're going to see, along with these sorts of food shortages, is a fundamental shift in our relationship with food and how that is going to sort of actually break down society as we know it today. I think we're going to have to go back to a much more local way of living. Like, I grow a lot of my own fruits and vegetables at home. Um, I don't have a garden or anything fancy like that. I literally just have a deck. Yeah. Um, I think it's inherently important that we start producing as many goods as we can here domestically in the United States. I think the FDA needs to just go away yeah. because I do not see what they do that's like positive. I, well, well, I don't I think there's do. anything. Well, I want to I stop you yeah. here for a second because we're going to go to the FDA and the, and, the, and the baby formula in a second. It's K-Smythe. Go to K-Smythe.com, S-M-Y-T-H-E. Check out everything she writes in the Daily Caller. Check her out on Newsmax TV and also here in the program at least once a week. This week, probably more than that. Um, having said all of that, I opined about this not too long ago on my show that it, when I was a boy, everybody in the neighborhood grew something. Yep. Everybody grew something, and now we're just reliant on the grocery store or the fast food or, or the packaged meal that shows up on your front door in a box. I mean, it's very interesting how in just one generation we've convinced people, don't worry about food, we got you, when we should be worried about our own food. Um, yep. why, why not grow a little something? Why, why not go and get those, that hanging tomato thing that has a bunch of great tomatoes that grows on it? Why not go and grow, like you, like you did, a, a small fruit plant or, or grow yourself some, some peppers or beans? I mean, you can do that, but I don't think our generation... The generation even past UK does not know anything about the fact that we can make our own food. They don't know. So how no, do we get they, back to that? I think, honestly, it needs to be part of like our education. I think it needs to be part of our normal, everyday education. I also, you know, I don't know about you, but I learned everything that I know about my garden from my parents, yeah. who learned it from their parents, who learned it from their parents. And I do think we work 
too much. I think a lot of people don't work enough. I do agree with Kim Kardashian on that in that one aspect. But I think <laughs> that, you know, like for me, I will maybe finish my day today at like 8 p.m. I started working at about six o'clock this morning and I have to do all of that to be able to afford to keep living here. Right. And I'm really lucky, right? I love what I do. So when I finish work for the day, I still have loads of like excess energy. And so I will take care of my pets. I'll take care of my garden. But I think a lot of people, they really like fundamentally hate what they do. And I think that it takes up a huge amount of their time and their energy. And the last thing that they want to do when they get home is think oh gosh I haven't like watered my tomatoes today when really the first thought that they have when they wake up in the morning should be did I water my tomatoes today because it's your food it's it's vital but but people people just think it's just going to be there and and now we're hearing about shortages and people go what the hell do I do uh, and, yeah. and I, I think that the point that you just made is absolutely correct. You should wake up in the morning and wonder, will I have enough food for the day? Now let me go do my day. And by the way, you're a crazy person to start working at 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to bed at 6 o'clock in the morning. What's wrong with you? I know. It's really annoying. Like, when I was really young, I was like, I want to be a writer and, like, maybe I'll go live in America. And now I'm a writer and I live in America and I'm just like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. I guess I did it. I did the thing. Yes. But, well, and know, we're proud of you. Well, it's, it's okay. I want to. We only have a minute left. I want to go to to the FDA. You just went to the FDA, and I agree with you. The FDA is a stupid bureaucracy that I don't think does anything other than slow down the process of getting good stuff to people. Uh, in other words, you know, if we have to go to Canada and go get prescri- prescription drugs that aren't approved by the FDA yet, you know, the right to try bill was something that Ron Johnson pushed to make sure we could try stuff and bypass the FDA. The FDA, mm-hmm. uh, I think, is in cahoots with with Pfizer and everybody else. We could do a whole show on that. Having said that. What is their problem with, with baby formula and baby food coming in from Europe? I thought last week we spent $28 million in, in uh, the Senate and the House to make sure we can get that baby formula and, and feed the babies. What's the issue? So there is, again, bigger stories probably not going to come out for a long time. But basically, the FDA is seizing baby formula being shipped in from Europe because the packages aren't written in English. They have a slightly different measuring system. Apparently, there's no process for issuing recalls where I don't know if someone has told the FDA that the freaking internet exists, bro. Literally, if there's going to be a recall, (laughs) just like check Twitter. Well, no. Um, or, oh or, or, or you, you, touch, you, you test the batch, it takes about a minute, and make sure that it's good, wholesome food, and then get that stuff to the shelves. I mean, exactly. why, why are we playing this game? Is it just to spend that $28 million, Kay? If, yeah, it, because they, they got it for salaries yeah. and expenses. If they don't spend it, then it goes away, so they're spending it. Yeah, that's a, you nailed it, Joe. You absolutely nailed it. I think the FDA, like most governmental agencies, is a waste of time. It's a waste of resources. It's honestly a waste of paper and oxygen. Um, and I think that uh, I just thought it was so ironic that the FDA is just like literally seizing baby formula coming into the United States, like literally taking food from babies' mouths. And then Biden's like claiming victory that he's going to import all of this baby formula from Europe. And it was like, bro, we were already doing that. Yeah. And then you stopped it. And now you're claiming victory over it. Like, yeah. A, you're not special. B, you actually just made things more complicated. And, and, and C, and, no one cares about your opinion. And D, you knew about the shortage last October and didn't do anything until May of the following year. Kay, exactly. I love having you on. The stories are amazing as always. You sound a little fired up today, which I like. Oh, yeah. It's Kay Smythe. Go to ksmythe.com. Check around on the Daily Caller on Newsmax TV and back here as often as we can have her. Kay, thank you. Thank you, Joe. Right. This was fun. Yeah, we're back after this. Stay right here. 
This is the Joe Pegg Show. I'm glad to have you. It is a Motown Monday. Let's do some pop culture. Pop. Dirty pop. Hello, my man. Make it happen. So I don't know if you heard about this, but Walmart seems to have gotten themselves in a lot of trouble. Why? So uh, to celebrate uh, Juneteenth, they released okay. uh, Juneteenth ice cream. Okay. And on it, it says... Uh, Share and celebrate African-American culture, emancipation, and enduring hope with Juneteenth ice cream. So people are saying, what, it's insensitive? You can't have ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Basically. Nobody can do anything right anymore. We got to go. That's Polo. That's Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.